Welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Daddy-Daughter Disney Travel Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellobradic. And I'm Amelia Bellobradic. And today, we're going to be diving into the question, how will a Disney vacation affect your life? Or will it? And I think it will. It will. <laughs> I think it will too. This is sort of a different topic for us, but it came up as we were having a conversation about this very point, And it got me thinking. Disney vacations versus vacations anywhere else seem to stick with you in your life, whether or not you actually realize it forever, in some cases. But isn't that true for any vacation? Not so much, I don't think. So that's what we're going to discuss today. Okay, I'll... Because it doesn't make sense. I'll tell you what the thinking is. And this is keeping sort of with our month of magic here in December, where we've done a few episodes on the magic of Disney. And this really I would put into that category. And here's what I think about Disney vacations. So if you're listening and you've gone on a lot, I'm sure you'll get this on a lot of Disney vacations, I mean. And if you haven't, don't let this scare you off (laughs) because it's not a bad thing the way Disney can and will stick with you after you take even one Walt Disney vacation. Here's what I found. The topic of Disney vacations is universal. And it'll because there's Disney everywhere. Well, because it's got to be one of the destinations where more people or most people have all visited, or have, or when you want to room, I'd say more people have gone to Disney at least once than have not. Yeah, it's rare. That's a good point. Like, how many times do you say you haven't? You've never been to Disney World, or you've never been to Disneyland, and it's rare. And that's what I mean. So. I thought of this when I was back when we were still commuting before COVID, or I was on the our local commuter train down to downtown. People, I would hear conversations. As a Disney person, the word Disney comes up and it sort of, you know, pe- peaks your ears. Hello, eavesdroppers. Yeah, and you can tell these are not, I mean, we go a lot, but these are just people who've gone once or twice. But there's this universal, not universal, capital U, <laughs> this global... <laughs> tie and bond between people, they start discussing Disney World and rides and restaurants or what it is, or they're asking for advice. And that happens way more, I think, than any other destination because there's so many other places. But Disney vacations are probably the most common place that everyone goes to or almost everyone. And I mean, I think that happens because they're so fun to go to. There's yeah, a place where everyone wants to go. And, and if, I mean everyone. And even if you went and didn't like it, if you're one of those few small percentage, I'm guessing, it's you're still in this club, whether or not you like it. And that's what I mean. It really does stick with you. And for some people, it can stick with you way more. The worst kind is the people that they go that they just don't go because they think they won't like it. And that's what affects them. Their their process of thinking not liking it and then it affects them and then they never want to go and a lot of the conversations that i overhear are those conversations and they, there, there's oh it's too childish you know this is a to go off on a slight tangent this is a little pet peeve of mine what you're getting at and i remember once having a discussion and someone was saying oh i would never i don't like it there it's crap I'm like, well have you ever it wasn't disney but have you ever been there well no but no but you know, whatever. I read it on the internet or whatever. You can't so, say you don't like somewhere if you've never been. Yeah, if you, and that is, to your point, a common discussion that I personally have with Disney. And we sort of talked about it in our two episodes ago in the Magic episode where 
people have a preconceived notion about Disney being what? Like childish. Childish. You can think you won't like it, but you don't know. And that's affecting your life. What you think it or not. Now every time comes Disney, well, that's affecting you because now you're thinking, oh, it's for kids. Yeah. And and when I'm doing the talking, it's trying to say, but there's so much more to it than that. And those are just talking about, you know, the activities we talk about a lot, the hotels and all that. But how it affects your life can go a lot deeper. But why are we so passionate about it? Why does it affect us so much that we feel the need to make it affect other people too? Well, there's a small percentage or large percentage. I don't know what percent. That's a good point. How many, you know, there's people who go frequently who may not be as impassioned as we are, but maybe they go for their kids or not. But it's it's hard to say. I don't know why. It just for me, I think, and it's happened to you as we grew up on it, and it just became a part of our life, right? It became like going to the cottage or the cabin or whatever you have. It affects us so much that we feel the need to make it affect other people too. But I'm talking about other things. For example, I'm not going to name names as always, but let me give you an example, and you'll know who I'm talking about. There is a friend who is a principal of a school who. Uh, only in the last few years with his children started going on Disney vacations. And then over that time, he really took to it. But Disney's great. (laughs) And he started noticing the whole point that I'm getting into in this episode is the effect that it'll have on your life. He paid attention to Disney service and how they do things, right? It's not perfect, but given the size of these resorts, especially Walt Disney World... (laughs) You know, the the, the service and the Disney magic in terms of the Disney service, people notice it. Yeah. And so he was starting to ask himself, how can I inject this into my school, into how we operate the school? Because that's what Disney does. You see, effective. So, so that's what I mean. Like you start thinking about how has this affected my life? And, you know, if you're listening and it has in some way and it's just dawning on you now, Definitely let us know. We want to hear how it's affected your life. And I'll talk of some how mine was. But this individual was now thinking about, you know, the guest service experience. How can he model something in his school after the way Disney does things? You know what I think? It's that happiness or like smiles are contagious. So if Disney makes like this one little kid happy and they're like jumping up and down all around Main Street, isn't that going to make you happy? Like if there's this well, little... you would hope so. <laughs> I mean, if it doesn't make you happy, that's, that's fine for you. Exactly. But... <laughs> Maybe you are. Like, I will admit, a Walt Disney World vacation or Disneyland or anywhere else is not definitely for everyone. There's, you know, it's... Well, of course, it's like anything. But it has to be, in my opinion, the most universally... Uh, <laughs> globally loved place. Saying the universe. <laughs> yeah, the most globally loved destination. We certainly know it's the most photographed. They, it always comes up. Really? Yeah, Disney parks are always number one or near the top of most photographs taken in a year. Now, you know what? On that point, this year, 2020, will be very interesting of what are the most photographed places in 2020 because, mm. you know, they're, they're, well, no. Disneyland never opened. Now has not reopened and won't, it looks like, and for for this year, I mean. And Walt Disney World is limited capacity. So it'll be interesting just to see. Are they still the most photographed or what, what took its place in a COVID year? But, but 
it, that again with Disney, it has the purple wall and the checkerboard wall and the popsicle stick wall. It's so like it has everything. It has f- places to photograph that are so aesthetic that even like Instagram people want to do it, even if they're not Disney. Yeah, it, it does affect everyone in different ways. But can you think of a way? I know one. I just want to see if it pops into your head. I'm going to put you on the spot right now. I don't like when you do that. I know. That's <laughs> why I'm doing it. I do it. I get so few opportunities to do this. But I do have one in mind. Can you think of how your Disney vacation experience has affected your life in related to something you did at school? What? Maybe what? this is too vague. A speech? Yes, you got it. That speech. <laughs> Remember when you did that speech? And what was the whole gist of that speech? Just the magic. High... Yeah, the magic. Just... And and how you know. And it was also a spiritual not... one, right? Because this was about, this was a... What was the topic of that one? Disney World. Yeah, but but it was but it was really <laughs> about Walt Disney and the sort of family values that he brought into it. And and so it, you were when was that? A couple of years ago. I was right? nine. So you were nine years old, and you were already writing a speech about Walt Disney and how he incorporated his family values into the park. So that is an, a perfect example of what I mean about. When you start doing Disney vacations, you, it's subconscious. You may not even realize but I how it's affecting you. And I remember going, and I have been to Disney World 23 times and counting. And kids didn't believe it. <laughs> no, and everyone was like, really? You had to lie in your speech? I was like, no. I just go a lot. Yeah, now, well, now you're over 30. Well, this has been our first year in a long time where we're going to miss a year. First time for you ever. No, no, we're not going to miss a year. Well, we... We will miss 2020. No, because I went when I was 11 in the summer, and then I'm going to go in March before I turn I mean, 13. I mean nope, the calendar I've year. gone every single age, so technically, technically, we did not miss a year. All right, you're going on rolling, Math, you see. rolling 12-month periods, Math. but I'm talking calendar year. So was that not a fair example? That is a way it affected you. And, you know, a lot of people are in that same sort of boat. In fact, the Disney Institute was born... The Disney Institute is this little sort of learning program that Disney offers to businesses that teaches them or helps them figure out how to, or business people, how to incorporate Mm -hmm. the Disney style of guest service and guest experience into whatever, into whatever business they have. And I just realized it affects so many people. Like I did a four minute speech on that. So yeah, great. I talk for four minutes about Disney. Well, now I talk for like half an hour every week and so many other people have Disney podcasts too. So now it's infected people who want to talk about it. And then there's people who listen to people just talk about it. I mean... Now that is a very good point, my child. (laughs) I didn't even think of that one myself. Yeah, the number of Disney podcasts or blogs or... Or anything, People right? who watch and listen to them? Look at the Disney, the Imagineering story and yeah. things like that. Like people are fascinated with the Disney way because it is, it is cool. that magic and everything rolled into one. And even I, maybe, oh, it was around the time of my 100th. So when was that? March 2019? March, yeah, 2019. So I wrote a, it, it got me thinking about, because I did a blog post, if you recall, and I went through every decade it, on my MikeBellabratic.com. That post yes. is there and it has pictures of me, no shame, right from, you know, the first year it opened when I was 10, all the way through what, every what decade of Disney. Blog. But it got me thinking about how has this affected my business life, all the things we've just been talking about. So I wrote, yeah. So I wrote a post how 
100 Disney Vacations has, I can't remember what I called it, how, you know, 100 Disney Vacations has... Has uh, taken over your life. No, has affected my view (laughs) of business and how a successful business should operate. And it was about all those things of guest services and having and sticking to an approach with your customers or clients or whatever business you're in or guests if you're in hospitality. And because when you go as much as we do, you notice it because you have... Not to say every Disney experience is perfect. It's not, right? Yeah. How many times have we had things that have gone wrong? A few, and we talked about those in an episode. (laughs) Well, we have lots. But the key is how they deal with it. And the point is they deal with it so well so many times that when those one odd thing happens, and when you go a lot, it's going to happen, it stands out as like, whoa. (laughs) Which is why, like a ripped couch would seem so bad at Disney because it's like, well, what happened? But if you go to like a motel or something and a rip, it's just, it's normal. It's true. And also on that ripped couch, which was our wilderness lodge in a completely renovated suite, supposedly refurbed to brand new refurbed section, it was how the hotel manager, because don't, I don't mess around with underlings. Let's just, if, and I think we talked about this in our When Things Go Wrong yeah. episode. Just go right to the manager if you're not getting any assistance from the front desk. But they're always helpful. Usually, I've had the, uh, the managers are, yeah. yeah. So, so when you get to the hotel manager, they are. But I've had a couple of uh, front desk cast members who were less than helpful. So now you people, skip them. <laughs> well, you quickly just move on. Don't waste your time arguing or getting upset with them. It's easy for me to say now, <laughs> but I have learned that. Just move on because above all, those hotel managers and uh, resort hotel managers at Walt Disney World or anywhere I've found are... Yeah. Really, you know, they get to those roles, hopefully, because they are good. They're good at their job. And they know how to respond to you to to just take care of it, whatever it is. So that all that sort of approach is what the Disney Institute teaches. And it's something that I noticed over the years, because when you go two or three times for 50 years, you go a lot. Things happen, right? And you notice, oh, it's also smooth. And then when something's not so smooth, it really stands out. So... That's how it's really affected me in terms of the Disney guest service experience and just go and anywhere, really. Like, how many times do, I, do we say, oh, this, this would never have happened at Disney World? <laughs> A lot, pretty much every other vacation. So what do you think for you? Do you have anything that, where you can see that Disney has affected your life and that maybe you didn't <laughs> notice it? Well, I think it's making me more... More of a magical person. Also, I get anxious when I don't go to Disney. But when you say more of a magical person, what do you mean? Well, I I feel like when I'm at Disney, I'm, that doesn't make sense. But I'm happier if that makes sense, even a little bit. I feel happier, and then I come home and I'm happier. And for about a week after Disney, I'm just like joyfully doing homework, and then and then Disney runs out, and I'm just back to normal. Well, but still, you with, with your friends, and we know one in particular who listens, and you know who you are. I won't say your name, but they have gone once. Is that correct? Yeah. Your best friend? Yeah. Yeah, but you still talk about it. In fact, because you, it's amazing. And, and you, you guys were doing mock trips this summer and during COVID summer and planning out, you know, possible future vacations right down to they were choosing restaurants and hotels and everything. And I mean, this is a good example of how one Disney vacation. Totally affected that family, right? You know, you could live there for a year for $300,000. Is that what you worked out? 
No, I watched a video. Where? Where are we living? Uh, at the Contemporary and eating the like actual like da- table service meals and going to the parks a yeah. lot. Oh well, that's not bad for. <laughs> that's a lot cheaper than buying a uh, a golden oak house and paying taxes on it and all that sort of <laughs> stuff. Mind you, it's only for a year, but that's a long time to live in a hotel room. I wonder how. <laughs> but remember, we wondered if anyone had ever been born in a hotel room. I wonder what is the longest stay someone has ever had in a hotel room like that. And I whatever mean, I it is, I want to meet that person. I know that w- my record is three weeks as a kid, but I mean, uh, someone actually stayed in a room for two months or three months, you know, actually lived there for that Well, now, well, the rap, like all the basketball Not play. including that, because that, <laughs> that was paid for by the league. I mean, just a visitor, right? Just a regular sort of guest. Oh, who, Disney's got to have really affected that person's life. Yeah, so let's find out. Someone and break the record. If anybody knows the answer to that question, let's let us break know. the record. <laughs> well, let's win a lottery before we break <laughs> the record. I want to do that because see, you you want to live at Disney, really? You, remember when I was little, I said I literally want to live at the Grand Floridian. Yeah, and I, I I know that everyone who goes on a vacation and is in a nice hotel is like, I want to live here. But have you gone back? Like 25, 27 more times and still said the same thing. You want to live there. And that's what it is. It's so magical. It's so happy. And the music and the movies, what Disney does is it it brings joy, essentially. Yeah. It, it, and it should, right? It should bring joy. Well, yes, I believe that's the goal. I mean, that was Walt's goal to have it bring joy and affect your life. Really, I guess when you think about it, he wanted you to be living in a movie he wanted the outside world to be not visible mm-hmm. so that you were really tucked inside this movie and you know, it does, it's effect it's affected the world really because he's the first one to really create like a magical sort of theme park i mean no nothing's really matched disney but they've certainly tried to yeah he did single-handedly invent the theme park with disneyland he uh, changed the world he did change the world in that way and i guess when you look at it that way, maybe it's affected we, everyone's lives. And maybe we shouldn't be surprised that when you go on a Disney vacation, it will affect your life. And maybe we should also quantify when I say that I am talking about staying on site in a Disney resort and really sort of getting that immersive feeling because it is much more immersive yeah. than if you stay off site. Okay, but if you've been on one Disney ride, even if you've gone to the parks, Step foot inside the parks. You felt that. Yeah. Hopefully you have. Even if you haven't ever ever seen a Disney movie, been to another park that was created after Disney and tried to create the magic, it's all because of Disney. That would be interesting. I don't think it's possible, but could there be someone who has had no prior exposure to Disney who visits Walt Disney World or Disneyland? How would that affect them? It would almost be like a... Someone from a foreign country who... Never seen a Disney movie? Yeah, I don't know if it's possible, even in any foreign country. <laughs> I want to know, has anyone never seen a Disney movie? Or was unaware of Mickey Mouse, because Mickey Mouse is right up there <laughs> with Jesus and Ronald McDonald. <laughs> well, no. They have, they say, you know, who are the most recognized people in the world, or characters, or, you know, a combination of people and Santa. characters. 
Yeah, Santa, Ronald McDonald. Ronald uh, McDonald? Yeah, Ronald really? Mc, yeah, Ronald McDonald. Even though you don't see Ronald much anymore. When I was a kid, Ronald and then the Hamburglar and the whole gang, they were much more active. But The Hooburglar? Yeah, see, so you don't even know who they are. So off on a tangent, McDonald's, you may want to take a cue from Disney when bringing those characters back in some cool way. But I digress a little bit here. But, you know, if you're listening to this and you have never been, I don't want you to be... I don't want you to be scared off thinking, oh my gosh, what's going to happen to me if I go on a Disney vacation? And it reminds me of that. It will change your life. Do you remember that hot date video on YouTube? I should put a link to it oh. in this story. Do you know the one I'm talking about? With the cast members and the Epcot. Yeah, there's a there's a video. Uh, I'll put a link to it in the show notes where there it, there's a guy and a girl on a date. And the guy is a Disney person who goes every year like us, but he's really Disneyfied, and the girl is not. And through their conversation, she comes to be aware of how much Disney has affected his life. So to me, this is, you know, I, I like it. I don't take offense to that at all as a mm. Disney person. I think it's funny. So, I, But it does sort of talk to this guy in this video has been affected by Disney. Just say one word, but... what? This is the S word watch. Oh yeah, there's, there's, a, yeah. It's not for your five year olds to watch, but or watch it first and you decide. But uh, it is pretty funny, <laughs> and it, it really that is the bottom line. It that is sort of an extreme comedy version of how Disney has affected his life. But I feel like this has happened. Well, I was gonna say there'll be. Well, it probably has happened, <laughs> and there. You know, if if you are a Disney person, not even as extreme as us, but if you've gone, let's say, five or ten times, I'm pretty sure if you watch this video, you will identify with something. You'll go, yeah, that's me, or I can see that, or I've seen other people like that. Or I feel bad for people who are really Disney, and then, like, they're dating, married to or whatever, just doesn't like it or hasn't gone much, and they're just like, oh, you point. Well, that's a good point. Like, Or the non-Disney people whose partners forced them to go. Well, see, Mummy was not a huge Disney. I think she'd only been once before we met. No. So, But she took to it, and she enjoys it, and she does say... Well, she enjoys it. It's fantastic. But she does say, can we go somewhere else sometime? So as we've talked about, Have I Have we ever been on a non-Disney vacation? Yes, yes. You already put this oh, at me. I remembered one after the episode. Since I was five? Yes. But I do try to... Mix them up now, right? The way we do Disneyland Paris, but then we visit Nice or other parts of France. Or when we go to Disneyland, we go to Huntington or Coronado, right? So In nine years, I've never been on a vacation that wasn't at least partly to Disney. Well. Nine years. You mean on an airplane vacation. You've gone yeah. to local places. That, that doesn't count. So a vacation to you means you have to fly there. Yeah. Okay. Not if we drove to a renting a cottage or a local I have hotel to be rooms, in the car for a, no and you haven't and you didn't go I have to, if I've been in the car for over three hours it's a vacation yeah you went to Montreal or and did you come along with mummy no but that was a dance competition uh, so I didn't want to uh, go ha uh -huh. my point but anyway how do we get off on this tangent the, <laughs> the point is this video sort of sums up how it affects your life in that's the joke in way. the comical sense but also in the comical sense, you mean? Yes, I said that. But and also, you know, there there it's is an the, element of truth. Th there is the other way where it does affect your life in terms of even how you approach other people, but also how maybe it affects your business and how, you know, you go about your everyday life or what you do if you try to incorporate some Disneyisms. And I have not taken a Disney Institute 
program course, but I want to do that at some point. Or it's not great when you come back for a Disney vacation and then the real world's just like, hello, remember me? Maybe that's what they want because that's going to make you want to go back. <laughs> so I've planned because I, I come home from Disney and I'm listening to the Disney music skipping down the street. It, I think it's a problem. But I do think, and please let us know this week as we put out our social media to promote this episode throughout the week, as we always do. Let us know if there's some way it's affected you that we haven't talked about or if it is or if something we have talked about and you want to share that story. Because I'd be really curious because I'm pretty convinced that Disney vacations affect your life whether or not you realize it at the time. And maybe now Not that even we... a Disney vacation, just Disney. Yeah, but I'm specifically talking about Disney vacations, <laughs> being immersed in it. The Disney magic. Yeah, the Disney magic and seeing how things are done and just the way the parks are set up and or, or anything. I would just love to hear other people's Or even having other not than the people going. We know. Even having not going has affected your life. Even some of our friends who we know, listen. You mean if you've gone and then... No, if you've never gone and you have this preconceived notion, well, that's affecting you. I thought you were going to say negative, like withdrawal, <gasps> that that actually... That doesn't happen. Could this happen? You've gone and then suddenly you haven't gone for a long time and now you're depressed. Yes. So could... It's called COVID. <laughs> it's called COVID. It's not fun. <laughs> to throw that sound effect in. So there's another track I have to mix. But... Um, yeah, so could not going have the reverse, a negative effect on your life? Yes. I don't know. Hopefully not. Yes, not, it not, has. Not in any long term. And if that <laughs> is the case, it's, just remember, it's something you can fix mm. by a little visit. Just a short plane ride, deluxe hotel. You'll be right back on track. And you'll be right back on track. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. It was, you know, just something I thought about and I thought it'd be worth sharing and getting getting some thought out there and hearing what you think about how a Disney just vacation... complicated a string theory. Or... Or is it possible I'm completely wrong and you're going to tell me I've gone and yeah, it was never thought about it again. It was just like our Jamaica trip or whatever the case no. may be. Let no. us know. And even if <laughs> the it's answer a, is no, you even, just you don't realize it. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully we've got the we got you thinking a little bit. So let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, we'd love to hear it. Always, we are online all the time at 1923 Main Street. Yes, at 1923 Main Street. Pretty much across all social media. And at Redbubble, 923mainstreet.redbubble.com. Yep, that's our little Disney-inspired shop. Maybe maybe I should come up with a design about this affecting mm -hmm. your life. I'll have to think of it somehow. How's the magic affected me? I don't know. I'll think <laughs> about that one. So watch for that coming soon. <laughs> but definitely get in touch. We'd love to hear your feedback on this yeah. episode and all our episodes. We love hearing from you. And yeah. we're, we're thankful that you listen to the show every week. So thank you for that. And we will have one more show before the yes. magical Christmas time comes. So, And our one year anniversary. And our one year anniversary, yes, coming up in <laughs> January. So listen, everyone, thank you, as always, for joining us this week for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and we will see you again next week. Bye-bye.